The Red Rum Theater, episode 147. UHF. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Lanise. And Antonio Moreno. And everyone with a look at one of the movies that raised us up. That movie raised us right and raised us wrong. This week, we look at the movie UHF and how it taught us to love parody and to celebrate imagination. Imagination. <laughs> Dude, the movie starts out incredible. So... This movie releases July 21st, 1989. Nine times. 19, we were not even 10. Not even 10. Has a 61% Rotten Tomatoes. What? The comedies don't get a lot of love. Okay. Directed by Jay Levy. The plot. A daydreamer gets the keys to a failing UHF station and finds his true calling. But it's dumb. <laughs> the movie's dumb. Like it, it's it's a movie. It's a movie that is going to have a very different feel than all other movies. Now here's the deal. What's dumb? The movie's just it's it's, it's got a sense of humor. It's got a certain edge to it. You know what I'm saying? Now here's the deal. There's nothing dumb about imagination, dude. This movie. I just because you're getting your master's degree. If you watch this today, though, it's you, amazing. You won't even know what UHF is. Who cares? That's that's what back in the day. There was two dials on the TV. UHF? VHF? Yes, I think so. Yeah. The top dial was bigger, and that was like your network shows, like NBC, ABC, CBS. That was, that was the ones that, if you had a black TV, it was just bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't use the urinal. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It was the... Big numbers and then all the tiny little numbers. And there's like so many little numbers. Yeah, I, I mean, like there was like 62 of those little numbers in the, the bottom there. It's like when we were young, we thought that the TV had degrees, but we were just so ghetto that the, the knob broke and mom stuck an oven knob on that. I'm like, put on channel 400 degrees, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, but the top one, before that, there was only three stations. There was CBS, NBC, and ABC. Yes, Fox was the new... The new Fox block. was the new kid on the block. Yeah. And they came out like with like like edgy shows like The Simpsons. Married with Children. Oh, dude, Married with Children was edgy when it came out. Amazing! It's still amazing! Dude, listen, it ruined that fiction, not just on forever. Dude, how the hell can a shoe salesman have a nice house? <laughs> listen, in the 80s, and you could. And I can't afford this thing in two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> in the 80s... Dude, you could work out of high school for GM and afford a new car, a new house, send your kids to college. And a gold digger. <laughs> she don't know if no broke, no. But nope. No. <laughs> no broke UHF. <laughs> so UHF, UHF was on the bottom dial, and that were like local stations. So local antennas that were going to have to reach t TVs. Because back in the days, we had antennas on our house. Yeah. And antenna came down and attached into the back of the TV. And you could get you pick up stations once in a while with weather was good. That would that's pretty much what Wayne's World is based on. Wayne's World was a UHF TV yes. station, right? And this is about a guy who gets one of these little ghetto local antenna stations. Gonna make a run of it. That's that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah, the movie. So 
Actors wise, the cast there's two, two two main members. Okay, there's Weird Al as Weird as as George. Yep. Okay, and Weird Al. This is like Weird Al in his prime, 1989. And the thing is, what's crazy is some people think Weird Al was the greatest when he was when he's doing Michael Jackson parodies. Listen, he's still going strong, dude. He's got new albums since the pandemic, and they're good. Yes, they are. Like in 2000, yeah, that Poodle Hat album was fantastic. He just did the one Replicant album. I mean, he's got some great yes. albums. So he's sticking around, dude. He, his first number one album was just like five years yeah. ago. No, ten years ago. Tom Green show. It, was it 10 should years. have been way longer. Like you'd but have dude, thought he had a number one comedy album in in the '89. What did this movie come out against in the theater? Who knows what it fought against, dude? I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was against Temple of Doom. No. Yeah, it's like some huge movies came out the weekend it came out. Oh, poor guy. I know. This movie also stars a comedic genius <sighs> named Michael Richards. What did he do? As Stanley Spadowski. He was so. Funny. This is before Seinfeld, before Kramer. Dude. And he, he, the energy he brings to this role, the naivete, the simplicity, the joy. <laughs> when he gets fired and he runs into the door and the door closes and he doesn't know he's still in the office, he's like, some people. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and the physical comedy. I mean, very Buster, Buster Keaton hilarity, dude. He... Man, he is when he does that first kitsch, he's like, sometimes. Like, like, let's just stand on the floor. You got mop. And you got you don't get a toothbrush. You get a toothbrush. And you keep on scrubbing. You keep on scrubbing. And all these bikers are like looking at the TV. Hey, he's back, guys. <laughs> it's so stupid. You got a drink from the fire hose. Dude, as a kid, I thought this was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. Um, so Michael I Richards. Love that he's worried that he's going to lose his janitor job. Hey, I'm still a janitor, right? Yeah, you can be the janitor. At stuff. the end, they give that that second trophy with the jan <laughs> the mop in one hand, the microphone in the other hand. Wor uh, the world's best, world's best janitor and TV star, <laughs> dude. So, um, Michael Richards. <laughs> I've only seen him in a few movies. Seen him in this movie, saw him in Story of Mary and Axe Murder. He's and he, he's fantastic. Amazing. He and he, you see, he plays different kinds of comedy. He's able to do different comedy. And then, in wasn't he in Child's Play or a Child's Problem Child? Was he in Problem Child? Yeah, he was the one that kidnaps him or something. No, I think he was the bad guy in Problem Child. Anyways, the guy has comedy chops. Yes, goes to Seinfeld and the guy. Listen, I don't. I that I know that show's real popular. I don't think George Costanza is very hilarious. It's it's I don't Jerry either. and it's Kramer. That's what that that that, that, that yeah. runs the show. By the way, randomly, did not know that Elaine was part of the Marvel universe. Yes, she is. She's in New Black Panther, which I just seen last night. Two thumbs up. Go see it. It's amazing. Nice. She's gorgeous still. Holy smokes. So beautiful. But even she wasn't that fantastic. I mean, it's it's Jerry and Kramer in Seinfeld. So Kramer so and and uh George's dad, Jerry Stiller, is hilarious. amazing. So Richards years ago, famously. Had a breakdown at a comedy club. 
I mean, no. not the way to handle hecklers, bro. Here's the deal. Holy crap. I am pro-comedian. Yes. When I see someone go off on, like, Chappelle or Bill Burr saying his comedy sketch went too far, I'm like, what are you guys? They're, they're, they're comedians. comedians. The point is to poke. F- they're poking people who take themselves too seriously in the eye. That's all they do. Yep. Right, left, Republican, Democrat, Jew, gay, straight, Gentile, get them. Everything. Everybody, get them all. Don't just stand there. Shoot them. <laughs> get them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving. I'm driving. <laughs> so that was your plan, huh? No prize. Get her. <laughs> oh, that's a different one. I know it is. You just threw it up. I just threw a different one out there, he dude. Pulls out the candy bar. You earned it. <laughs> Dan, I go smiling. Dan, that's another one, dude. He's like, he's like, have you seen this place? It's great. We just sleep here tonight. What do you think? Should be condemned. I'm <laughs> <laughs> seeing if this ball still works. <laughs> um. Anyways, my mother gave me left, or my grandma left me that house. Everybody's got two mortgages nowadays. <laughs> um. So dude, he's like, with the interest alone, you're paying. <laughs> like he just has a calculator out, dude. Um. Anyways, sorry. That's why I wish. Flint City Church would have bought that firehouse. I know, dude. Listen, man. So, I'm for comedians. I'm for them pushing the envelope. I'm mm-hmm. for them poking self-serious activists in the eyeballs. Let's get them. Uh-huh. Like, burn them all down. I love it. I love it. I'm, I love watching Bill Maher go against the liberal Democrats. I love watching like guys like John Chris go against his own Christian audience. Those things make me like get them. Like, don't be safe with your own people. I'm not with Kramer. That wasn't comedy. Heck no! I'm just saying! I tried... Was that a question? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just... I'm just... I try to think, is there any world where that's not crazy? And there's... Like, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> he said what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was insane, dude. Like I, it, I watched it I, once. I could I'll never, never watch it again. Watch it never again. Never again. You slowly see the whole place turning. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's a way. If you're a comedian, dealing with hecklers is an art. Listen, I'm a preacher, man. I stand in front of people and talk. I got to deal with people who talk back, who might not be happy, who fall asleep in the front row. That happens, dude. It happens. Were you in that sermon when uh, Pastor Tony was talking about tithing? Giving. Yeah, tithing. It's, it was like, that ain't true. Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, one time I saw my good friend, Pastor Wes. He's preaching, trying to use Superman as an illustration for Jesus. He's like, yo, yo, Superman was sent to Earth to help lead Pio by his father. And someone's like, Psh! <laughs> and he lost the whole house. <laughs> it, it was brutal, dude. Someone was like, Psh! like, like, man, I don't believe that crap. And lost everybody, dude. Wait, what is uh Superman in the old testament or the new testament, mother <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, shit. That's funny, dude. It's a good one, bro. Um, and his only, his only kryptonite is dumbasses like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, man. Dang, dude. But Kramer blew his crew up in one oh, night. Oh, what an idiot! And then Seinfeld tried to help him. When he did the apology on Letterman. Yes. And he's like, not laughing, not funny. People started laughing because he he looked like Kramer doing a bit. That's the thing. He was so oh. known as a, people, and people don't know how to just feel sad, how to yep. feel weight. I saw Springsteen once had to tell a crowd, "Listen, this is not a clapping song. This is a listening song. Cut it out." Like, like you're like people. How are you this dumb? They are. Like he's singing about some kicking shot forty, you know, uh, forty eight shots, forty eight times. We're like. Yeah, New York, <laughs> dude, dude. People are stupid. They are stupid. Anyways, he blows up his career. His career is over. I mean, listen, Mel Gibson went on a drunken tirade, but what he did was beyond all those guys, dude. Beyond Spacey, beyond Gibson, it's crazy. He lets him out of the box in front of everybody, and I'm like, dude, you... And when you let it out like that, you know it's there. You're not fooling anybody. He tried to explain it, and I'm like, bro, just say sorry. You're worse off now than you were five minutes ago. So before we get into the, the UHF movie, getting away from that Michael Richards script, holy cow. But even though in this movie, though, even though I know what he ended up doing... He's amazing. I He's laugh. incredible. I just think, what well, you're so talented... Why'd you blow up your whole career so much? Anyways, we're going to try something really hard. I'm going to get my, my paper at. We're going to attempt. Here it is. Okay. This movie is made wonderful because of the humor and the creativity of Weirdo Yankovic. Weirdo Yankovic. So we're going to take a moment. Hold on. I'm going to do this real quick. We're going to take a moment to go through our top three Weird Al Yankovic This songs. is tough. Listen. We I are. We did. I've been working on this for the last like hour, and it's... it's the, I have 10 songs, and it's like the top 10 was hard enough, let alone top three. I could do my top three albums, it, but when you break down songs, there's too many. There's too I many. I just grabbed three that I love. Okay. What's your third? My three could change. We'll go back and forth. So do okay. you, do you, that's, that's true. That's fair. Right now, what's, let's see, what's your so third one? So my third, because I'm such a huge 90s buff, that's like my favorite music in the world. Yep. So when Weird Al does one, I get the joy of music and comedy. Um, Syndicated Incorporated, which is a soul asylum cover of Misery. And it's just about TV shows that are, you know, that get syndication and that you get to watch. Like like the uh, step-by-steps and the Family Matters and all that. Great, great, great song. Funny. Okay. My third one is... I can't believe it's made it. It's King of Suede. Uh, it's a good one. Dude, listen. The, actually, you know what's crazy? And this happened, it happened to me more than once. I'll hear the Will Parody and go, what is the real song? I'll go find the real song. I'm like, this is a great song. Yeah. King of Suede did that. King of Suede, I'm listening to the song, and I'm like, this is, an, is, this, is this a parody? I went and found King of Pain by Sting, and I'm like, this is an awesome song. Do you know I found that late, too? I found that real late. Cause I didn't find it because of the Weird Al version, but King of Pain is amazing. That's so funny that Weird Al did a police song. 
Is that police or sting battles it's alone? The, it's the police. It's the police. Okay. King of Pain is. Oh my God. King of Pain. Like, dude, dude. The police are awesome. I got to see him live, bro. One of my top favorites. I love. I I I love um the uh <laughs> the uh Key and Peel sketch where the aliens come and they're going through trying to see if like, people are like uh, if they're um aliens or you know people and uh they're, they're going these black guys this black guy he goes hey he's like yeah he's like oh, they're trying to see if he's alien or not he goes because aliens are shapeshifters he's like you trust the police he goes my favorite band they shoot him and it's an ah! he's an alien. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was really funny, dude. But King of Suede, just the 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 King of pa- the King of Pain song that that riff. But that's the thing about Weird Al's band. It's so good, dude. It's so good. You're like jamming, jamming to the comedy. Like, dude, that lyrically. Weird Al will often not only copy the melody, but he'll copy sometimes like how they sing the song, yep. or he'll put different like like. Um, Dude, have you seen a live Weird Al show? No. What? I would love. The it. band is incredible. All these songs they parody. The band plays the songs. The band can play all the songs. Like, dude, I cannot believe you've never seen Weird Al. Me and Eric DeLorenzo went and seen Weird Al. No, you did yes, not. Yes, did. Dude, that's what I told the day about the cops. That was Eric D. <laughs> was, it, was he driving the Red Horizon? Yes! Yes! <laughs> the same one where you tried to knock over the trash can, but it was full of block. <laughs> and you're like, oh! <laughs> but, um, so Ice King of Sway, I just love that jam. Dude, that, that, okay, my number two. Smells like Nirvana. When you listen to the song, you're jamming out. But you're, dude, he brought back so many people from the original video. Listen, the video the is there. awesome. He got some of the cheerleaders. Like the video, like how the sales, I mean, it's unreal. Like, how did he get those people? So, what is the girl's name that is his love interest in UHF? Um, she's a Saturday Night Live alumni. Yes, she is. You know she's how he got Kurt Cobain to sign off on Smells Like Nirvana? Shut your mouth. Nirvana was was the, the musical guest. And I want to say it was the night that Charles Barkley hosted. <laughs> she was she was there and Weird Al was she was talking to Weird Al cuz they're good friends. And he was saying how bad he wanted to parody a Nirvana song. She got Kurt Cobain to come get on the phone. And, no. And it was Weird Al and he goes, "Hey, I'm a huge fan of this song, and I really want to parody it. And Weird and Kirk Cobain's like, "Well, I'm a big fan of yours too. What do you have in mind?" And he said, "Oh, it's just gonna be about how nobody can understand what you're saying." He goes, "Sold. Go ahead. Listen, the song is hol- it's so it's- funny." He says, "Weird Al says he makes the lyrics. He just makes stuff up. He just like mumbles sometimes. Yeah. That's the funniest crap." And then he's got the marbles, and he's like <laughs> spitting the marbles out while he's singing, <laughs> dude. He's had some great videos. And smells like teen smells like Nirvana. Nirvana. Maybe one of the best videos he's ever had. Yeah. Bad is a good video too, though. Fat. Fat. Was fat amazing. It, you know what Michael Jackson said? This is where we filmed it, brought him he let him use the exact sound stage and everything. Really? MJ did that for him. Holy crap. Wasn't he trying to do it? No. He he got turned down by For Prince. black and white. Oh, black and white he got turned down. Because at Magazine, listen, this song. 
is too, is important for a message for I don't want it to be sullied by a parody. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? And we're always like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, um, lightning doesn't strike three times. It struck twice. That's good enough. Good enough. So I, I so you so I went King of Sw- wait you went. Smells like Nirvana. So I'll go for number number two. This is a tough one. I'm going for a deep cut, bro. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's so good. hard. I, I almost went Jurassic Park. It's not going to be stupid. Listen, I'm going to go. The one I sing the most when I'm walking down the street alone. Trigger happy. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. <laughs> um, is Frank's 2,000-inch TV. It's, a, it's an, an amazing song. It's, it's an original, too. It's an original. His originals are fantastic. But I, the, the beat gets in my mind, the, 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 the melody. The harmonies. The, I, I just <laughs> listen, and I just basically smile. And I just, I just like, Frank's 2,000-inch TV. I'm all happy, dude. <laughs> and the idea is hilarious to me because it's gigantic. Even, but even when it's stupid, I'm like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, dude, it's being at the movie theater. Dude, it's just like, um, it's, it's, just, it's just a silly, a silly song. But again, the joy, the infectious laughter, I just dig, this, I dig, the, I dig the song greatly. Number one, brother. Number one, and because of the whole story of the guy giving permission and then getting pissed later <laughs> when it's a huge hit, and the video, the comedic genius of the lyrics. Oh my gosh! Of understanding the life, Amish Paradise is my number one, dude. Listen, well, th- dude. Even on the album cover, he's pulling the Amish hat off and he's got the cornrows, dude. It's, he's got the Julio Cornrows on it. Listen, the thing about it is, you gotta understand that that song was big. Like, like Gangster's Paradise. It was the biggest song in the biggest movie of the year. Dangerous Minds was huge. Yes. You know, I never saw it. What? I didn't want to see another white girl saving a, the black inner city yeah, schools. Yeah, it was Michelle Pfeiffer, bro. I know. I just, I just had enough of that, dude. Speaking of which, I saw a preview for the new Ant-Man, son. Can't wait! What? But... I just didn't watch it, but that song was. And was I, a good they did it at the man. Grammys with the full strings. Remember, awesome! Like it was like rap, a rap song that made it across to the mainstream. And then Weird Al comes out, and the parody is hilarious. It's when the beat drops. It's you're full in, like oh my gosh. And he can rap. Weird Al can stink. Not everyone can rap. Weird Al can rap, yo. He's so... Fu- it's so creative. Dude. And l- funny. Lyrically, it's out of control. <laughs> there are... Video, listen, as a Christian, there are scenes that I'm like, this is funny crap, dude. <laughs> Turn on lots of butter. Raise a barn on Monday. Soon I'll raise another. <laughs> dude. I'm a million times as humble as thou art. That's King James humor. I mean, you can't beat that, dude. You can't. It's unreal, dude. Because I'll be laughing my butt off when you're burning in hell, dude. That's- Ray Thomas would have enjoyed this one. <laughs> the King James humor, bro. He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace. <laughs> but uh, Amish Paradise is a gigantic something for hell. And I, 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 I listen. Miss Brady was in the video, bro. Listen, I think I might prefer Amish to Gangster. 
all day, every day. I feel bad. Kuya must have felt that happen. The parody was so good, it kind of eclipsed the original. That's tough, dude. The thing that sucks is we're now went about everything right. Got permission from it Coolio's did it people. All. Yep. It did it, and then it came out, and then Coolio, when he won awards for Gangster's Paradise, somebody asked what he thought about Weird Al's song, and he said, look, I'm glad he's having a lot of success with that. Just don't be around me. Don't come around me. And, and Weird Al's like, look, dude, I'm sorry if that upset you. I, you know, I thought I had permission. Either way, that album was huge. The Weird Al album. The Cavity Search? No, what's it no, called? No, it's... um. Cavity Search. I don't know. Was it Cavity Search? What's it called? I see the white album with its white background. Cornrows going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Bad Hair Day. Bad Hair Day. He even takes a shot at Coolio on the album title, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, shoot, man. Um, so my number one is ridiculous. But it's like, this one is a personal choice. Okay. It's a it, it, this one even even um two thousand TV two, like, these are all songs that just give me personal enjoyment. Like fat is one of the funniest sneakers. Like the, the your mama jokes for days in the in the song fat. It's hilarious and the video where he's like, man, you ain't fat, you ain't nothing. That video is hilarious. Him in the sneaking, it's just unreal. Hey hey. <laughs> It's so stupid, dude. Do you remember the U2 cover for Hold Me, Kill Me, Kiss Me, Thrill Me? Yes. It's on Bad Hair Day. The album's amazing. They also did a U2 cover. Oh, that, no, that was the only two they ever did was that one. The I'm sure he probably did another one. Yeah, but uh, so my number one dude is Dare to be Stupid. That was your number one album. That was the first album you got. Dude, that song... Just a weird synth. Like it just sounds like Devo. It man. might be. But this was also used on one of my favorite 80s cartoons of all time, Transformers. The trans- Transformers had that awesome opening with uh, The Touch. Like had that, that song, The Touch in it, which was my jam. Well, who did that? You got the touch! Oh, you got the fire! Power! You oh, got power. the power! Yeah, that, yeah! Did you see Boogie Nights? No. Dude, Mark Roberts trying to make a, a music career after trying to get out of porn. Him and John C. Reilly are singing that song in the studio. It's so funny! That's a hard song to sing, first of all. It's high. It's bad. It's really bad. That's why it's so funny, <laughs> dude. That song in the in the the, the the Transformers movie. I remember watching it. I love Transformers. Look, when I was a kid, I loved Transformers cartoon, and I remember wanting to buy the toys so bad. We had a rich friend at school, and I'll go to his house, and he had the metal Transformer toys. I'm like, I wanted these so bad. I go see Transformers movies in the '80s. It comes out. I go see it, and Prime dies in the first like 15 minutes, dude. I, I never forgot that. You're devastated, bro. Dude, I'm not, I'm watching like what's I mean, bunch of Autobots die in the first 15 minutes. And I'll like tell you what, dude. I don't know. These kids' movies were wild. Yeah, Land Before Time, dude. Dude, t- <sighs> even Turtle Turtles, Raphael getting beat half to death. The kids' movies were Man. rowdy back in the day. Dude. Michael Bay didn't do Transformers no favors, I'll tell you that right now. Man, he we pooped all over that franchise. But, um, what's the uh, bug's name? Bumblebee. 
Bumblebee was fantastic. That movie was great. Really good. With that one girl. Which one? I know she's like a teen girl. She's in a Bumblebee movie, and she's great in it. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Dude, she's so, Dare to Be Stupid is a song about being stupid. And as a kid, I used to, I was I was a goofy kid. I'd walk around just. We were goofy. And I just love goofy things, yeah. dude. And you know what? Like, listen, I love that me and, me and Nesto will watch, like, we'll watch YouTube and we'll watch, like, fart videos and just Did laugh you like kids. Show him UHF? Yeah, dude. Did <laughs> he love it? It was so stupid. Wee, 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 wee. Like, what the hell? So, roadmaps! <laughs> dude, I never knew they were making fun of Geraldo Rivera. cracked. Capone's safe. safe. And there was nothing in it. It was a gigantic primetime special. Yeah. And there was nothing in it. Geraldo. They made fun of Geraldo twice in that because they made fun of the. In the face of the chair. Dude. The broken nose, dude. <laughs> He's talking to Satan. <laughs> dude. <sighs> dude, talk show in the 80s were unreal. Like, even Oprah was. 90s, with, too. Oprah was Jerry Springer for a while before she got powerful. Yeah. She'd have the crazy, like. A midget stole my wife. Like, can't you have yeah. those, those? Those crazy. Dude, when you have the KKK on, it's always a fight. I'm, I'm always watching. It's KKK and the Black Panther party yep. <laughs> on the same night. I'm watching. Oh, what was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Weird Al's our top three. Let's get into the movie. The movie is about a dreamer, and he just. Does bad at life because he's always daydreaming, messing up. One thing I love about this movie is this. My 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 sweet daughter, she goes, when he goes and sees his girlfriend, who's all pretty and nice, she's like, how can he have a girlfriend? And I'm like, in the 80s, every nerd has a beautiful girlfriend. That's how it is now. <laughs> it's a man's world, dude. It's I a guess. man's world. Um, how can he have a girlfriend? Uncle Tony doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Because Uncle Tony dares to be stupid. But, uh... I'm sorry! <laughs> Dude! Mashed potatoes, my favorite. You shouldn't have. <laughs> Just <laughs> throws a spoon in the pot there. Um, This means something. Dude, that, I didn't get that joke either. That's from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I didn't get it until just now. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus is, like, doing that with the potatoes. It's just like, what are you doing? He's like... This means something. I've never seen that movie. It's not great, but Spielberg. Richard Travis isn't great. He's, he's great in Jaws. in Jaws. And what Mr. about Mr. Holland's Bob? Opus? And listen, he's got, he's got his three great movies, All dude. Right, you know what? You're better than Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor guy, dude. At least he didn't try to do Dog Holiday. <laughs> dude, why would you touch it after Val Kilmer knocks it out of the park? You shouldn't. Listen, dude, Joaquin Phoenix was like, Heath Ledger, let's go. And did it! He cleared the boy. Listen, you're talking about. I know. One of the best actors. And one of the best actors. Doing one of the best actors' roles. Dude, I, I do not recommend The Master. But if you study acting at all, you I recommend those watching those two on screen together. Philip Schumer Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix on that film. Unbel- dude, the jail scene might be one of the most incredible things I've ever seen on screen. Dude, when they're doing the interviews, 
face to face, the question scene, don't blink. Unreal. <sighs> Anyways, we're UHF. We're all over the map, dude. ADHD. Okay. So, um, girlfriend. Yeah, okay. So, girlfriend, girlfriend. Ow, ow. Um, this movie makes fun of 80s TV. Yes. 80s movies. Yes. Bunch of random parodies. What's your favorite of the parodies in this movie? What's your favorite parody they do? <sighs> I think my favorite parody is the Rambo parody, dude. Oh! <laughs> Even though it's not a parody, um, the... What's the Mexican dude's name? Raul? <laughs> the Raul! Hernandez? The Poodles, too. We're teaching poodles how to fly. Oh, man. <laughs> and when he takes the turtle, he goes, See, what you don't know is these, their bellies are like suction cups. And he licks it. He's like, <laughs> he throws it <laughs> See that? It stinks. Ah. <laughs> Dude, you don't need no stinking patches. That is a classic <laughs> line. But, um,. Dude, Steakin Rambo. That or, or Gandhi too. Gandhi too was Gandhi too's no, he's, amazing. The women on his arm, dude. Give me a steak, medium rare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Listen, Rambo. What's funny is I remember watching Rambo two after seeing UHF and laughed. I'm like, oh, this is where it comes from. And Rambo two is tight, dude. When he's on that bed mat, just getting shocked. That movie is wild. Drop him in the leeches. Oh my gosh, that movie's so. And when he gets in the big chopper at the end, get the POWs out. It's awesome. How did part three suck so bad? Dude, you know what? Wes, here's the question, dude. Rank the Rambo movies and rank your rank for Rambo movies, one through five. Um, Which one is. Okay. Okay. One is, is, is only five. Rambos? Only five. There's okay. one is the small town because he's home from okay. Vietnam. Okay. I Two got, I is got I got Vietnam. I got Three you. is Afghanistan. Four is missionaries. Five Mexico. I got you. <laughs> it goes two, two, In every list, me, you, and Wes, three's the last one of everybody. It's just like Rocky Five. That's the last one. <laughs> I am the lost. <laughs> but, uh, I am the lost. <laughs> Mr. I am the lost. I can't even do him, dude. Jesus is the best Stallone ever. He is a great Stallone. But, but uh, he got it from mimicking the brisk iced tea commercial. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Which Those, is a fantastic commercial. A great commercial. <laughs> um, What's yours? I did, I did one, two. No, I did... One, two, five, four, three. You had one over two? Listen, the the Vietnam at the end, that's some of Stallone's best acting of his life. When his when his sergeant comes to see him, he's like, ah, they took they drew first blood. They drew first blood. He's, he's like, they left us. They, and, and he just breaks down as a person. It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. The Vietnam that's coming home to that nonsense. That movie was a political statement. Yeah. And that was it was bad of the bone, dude. Part one? Part one. Oh, uh, who's his uh It's the guy he saves in part two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but the Brian Dennehy, man, dang. I love the the when he's like, ah, like that's funny because it's kind of like that's still dude. I love the Stallone scream. Does 
When Demolition Man, when he's running, does the, oh, yeah. I love that Stallone scream. Dude, Stallone and Wesley Snipes were magic. It was great. And Wesley laughing, dude. I've ever seen Charlie Murphy's like, he used to call us the, the, the twin darkness. This was way before Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> we was the darkest brothers in Hollywood. <laughs> called us Brothers Darkness. <laughs> and then it shows Rick James, he had the Darkness Brothers. <laughs> James literally says, he goes, like, what am I going to do? Just get on someone's couch with my feet? I got a little more sense than that. You don't get up on someone's couch, dig my feet. Yeah, I remember digging my feet. <laughs> <in the couch. laughs> what? what are you doing doing that interview? What are you thinking? Genius, it's, dude. Dude, Charlie Murphy killed in those segments. Killed. Spectacular. Um, so, Rambo. You know what I just realized is waiting at home for me? What? Last night. I had the hankering of ghetto dessert. So I took a small white cup, like this big, filled it with fruit punch, Kool-Aid, stuck it in the freezer. You did not. Yep, and it's at home frozen. For me to grab a spoon and scrape the top. Oh, it's so, I love it That's so not amazing? Much. You know, I go buy Slurpees sometimes at, because you know that Speedway has 7-Eleven Slurpees now. They, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they took out. Speedway the, bought 7-Eleven. Or no, 7-Eleven bought, bought Speedway. They, yes, they yes, bought yes. the store part, not the gas part. Isn't that weird? That's crazy. They only own the inside, not the gas pumps. Damn, dude. So, but, dude, I'll go get 7-Eleven Slurpees at Speedway. I won't even get a straw. I'll just bring it, drive it home, put it in the freezer. Because to me, the shaving of the frozen ice yeah. is better than the slurping to the straw. That, that, that's why Italian ice is so good. You scrape it. No, 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 no. So, back to you, Jeff, again. <laughs> um, so... Bro, this makes me think of childhood, though, dude. Dude, this movie. Remember, we used to we used we're so hood. We used to take ice uh, ice cube trays, fill them with Kool Aid. Yes. And then we dump like six ice cubes in a, in a cup and just break them up, eat them. That was how we rolled. And we're dude. so ghetto. Well, you. And that was a treat. That was yes. Like, that was like for us, like why wow, it was so fun. Yeah. Poor mothers, dude. Yeah. Well, she kept us fed and gave us things. Not, not, I mean, not poor mommy. We were poor mothers, me and you. Poor mother scratches. Well, no. I thought you were saying. When your mom's super poor, she has to be creative <laughs> with snacks. Where she's like, all right, if you guys behave for the next six hours, you're going to get some Kool-Aid ice cubes. <laughs> yes, mom! <laughs> Can I clean something else? Jeez, oh, dude. But, but then we were so hood, we would take a glass of Kool-Aid and put the Kool-Aid ice cubes in it, dude. Ay, don't get water <laughs> down, boy. <laughs> so UHF is about this daydreaming. Daydreams like... Big rant. Edna! Big Edna! <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't know how they did that camera shot. When she takes them out, out the, and she throws them in the and air. they disappear. They disappear out of the and top. And they land. Close to the camera. How the hell did they do that? I do not. Because she, like, I don't know how they do the shot. Now that you mention it, that's a one shot. It's a one shot. I don't know how they do and it. And they land. Because you watch them fall. Yes. Those Burger World shirts were pretty cool, though. <laughs> Dude, he's like, these fries are done. <laughs> Listen, of all the jobs I didn't have in life, I don't mind that we never worked fast food. The fastest food we ever did was Aldo's, and that was beautiful. Aldo's was a great experience. And we did with food industry, dealt with phone calls, irate customers, stress. But fast food industry is a different thing. When I was in high school, all my boys, uh, Matt, Jamel, Kelly, Ryan, all, they all worked at Stinkin' McDonald's on Dixie. F that. Dude, I never did it. I never, and I never worked. I, but I wanted to. I always wanted to work the, like be a grill cook. 
like for a, a breakfast place like Leo's Coney or something. Be, I'd love to see, can I make eggs and sausage and hash You'd be browns. It would be, be a war to stay ahead of everybody, you know? I'd be like, one for you, one for me. You see there was a shooting at uh, Starlight this yeah. two weeks ago? Crazy. Anyway, sorry. But Starfight? So Weird Al Yankovic in this movie is always daydreaming, gets a UHS station, and all of a sudden he can use his creativity towards new programming. Who played his buddy? I've never seen him in anything else. Dude, and he kind of gets shafted in this movie because, like, um, when, when um, Richard's come, Richard just eats his whole role. I love A the- Twinkie Wiener sandwich, your favorite. I was going to. Disgusting. Don't ever even joke about doing that. I was going to have bring some to the filming today. Disgusting. I would never eat it. It's a Twinkie cut. You cut it, and you spread it, and you stick the wiener in the cream. Then you put cheese whiz, whiz on top of the sticking hot dog. A, t- a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. I'm going to throw up. Dude, <laughs> uh, she was like, that's so gross. It's, that's diabetes. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Diabetes commercial I don't know. Guy? I always forget his name. <laughs> I My name is so-and-so, and I'm talking to you about diabetes. What was his name? I don't know. Everybody's going to be pissed at us right now. <laughs> Radio? What are you say? We're not old. We're not old enough to know we're, our diabetes. We're not cowboys. Um, Speaking of which, I didn't know Tony's son lived in Stick in North Carolina now. Going bro. to college, dude. Man. He's like, Michigan's way better than North Carolina. That's what he told me today. Like, how's school? He goes, it's all right. <laughs> I know some people that don't think Michigan's that great. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Tend to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Um... Okay, I can hear you now. <laughs> That's what he says that song. <laughs> I can't hear you. That'd be stupid. Okay, I can hear you now. <laughs> it's still the song. Remember Michael Richards? He's like, oh, we got to take that. <laughs> no. What? I can't hear you. No. And he's like, oh, wait. Pulls the earplugs out. He's like, duh. Say it again. <laughs> there are some great gags like that, dude. I love when he stacks all the furniture against the chair. And they break the window. I just trying to move the furniture. And when, it, when the window breaks, he gets startled because <laughs> he didn't think about it. When he shoots the staples in that guy's face, dude. Listen, it's a racist joke. I know. I know it's a racist Supplies? joke. Supplies? Yes. Funniest thing I've ever seen. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at first. You know, what's, you know what? This is not only hilarious, but true. The school, the kung fu school that's next door to George. Yeah. They're all nerds. That are ass kickers. They're just dumb. They beat them mobsters down so bad, dude. When he's like, when he opens that noise, they open the, the supplies gr- room. They open supplies. They open it. He's like, supplies. It's the stick of karate school. Like, dude, supplies. What's funny is <laughs> Asians have a hard time with listen with ours. Everybody gets the joke for. Like, I didn't get. Hey, hey Michael Richards, you don't gotta break <laughs> it down. <laughs> I didn't That's get it. the lethal weapon four gag. It's flight lice, you plick. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I never caught that either. <laughs> Listen, when I finally realized the joke, I'm like, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so good. Supplies. The only reason he got away with it because it was Chinese dudes doing it. Dude, do you know who the main ninja was? Who? A uh, Cooney? Is it Cooney? I don't know. Name? The guy's name in the, sh- the movie, UHF? Yeah. It's the stinking guy from Gung Ho that comes over and works with Michael Keaton. That's awesome. That movie's awesome. It's great. 
All right. Wheel of Fish is hilarious, dude. That's- Listen, you get nothing? I've been seeing that for years. Nothing. You, you so get st- nothing. <laughs> you so stupid. She's just like, <laughs> Camera's just on her. She's just feeling like, dumb. So mean. Oh, Red Snapper. <laughs> dude, if you win Red Snapper, you take the fish. That's a good expensive fish right there. You always take the box, dude. You're crazy. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing, dude. You're oh. so stupid. Oh, you got a new class, huh, Cooney? Yeah. They're so stupid. Remember, he's like, what time is it? And the fist comes through the wall and he grabs that arm. Listen, the watch. I love, so the, the, this, this great part of the movie is when he on TV is like, picking you out for your birthday, you and your parents. And she's wearing the worst dress of all time, by the way. She's wearing a terrible dress. And you're so mean. She looked like a princess. It was the arms were all the shoulders were poofy. It was 1989. Anyways, so she waits with her her mom and dad. And dude, the dad was ordered. The mom's like, no, we're waiting. Dude, they waited for dude. When he goes for the phone, it's like he's like, what's up? 7:30, two hours late, goes for the phone, and it rings. Almost made it. Answers it. And the, dude, her line is a good line. You can forget every one of my birthdays for I'm concerned. We're through. Blink. What's her name in the movie? I can't remember. We just watched the damn movie. I, what do you do? At least I still have. <laughs> Was he late because he fell asleep thinking about the Beverly Hillbillies? They're straight, dude. What a great stinking. A great. Great video, too. Yes, yes. It, 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 it really parodies the music video from mm-hmm. them. So. He's depressed. He's doing this trying to do this kids, uh, the kids show, and it's terrible, going terrible for him. When that kid spits on his face, I almost throw Listen, up. Listen, I, I turn, I close my eyes. I can't watch it. I, I can't watch throw it. Up. I cannot watch it. <laughs> and then he's all angry, hates life. Tells that kid to shut up. Dude. I want my mommy shut up. <laughs> I love when he stinking hits the clown with a pan, and then he sticks dog treats in his mouth. So he leaves the kids and gives it to Stanley Spadowski. He says, hey, you want to do a TV show? He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and that's when the, the, the rocket ship leaves because he's so good. The, everything now is failing. The show's go, the, the station's going down the tube. They're running out of money. He's lost his girl. Yep, everything. And he gives the janitor. And you have Fran Drescher's with a real voice. She doesn't have the high New Jersey voice yet, right? The nanny ish. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not accentuated like it is for the nanny. But it, it, it's a little high. But it's not like what it is. Broads don't belong in broadcasting. <laughs> I don't know how many times I told them boys not to call chicks broads. <laughs> <laughs> that old man, the bad guy, should pride zone. Remember, he's also from inner space. He is. He gets shrunk. Yes, he does. It is. <laughs> but um, UHF is a silly film full of great parodies. Your basic like rat like like overcoming obstacles. Yep. Got to raise the money. Like it's classic tropes. Yes, but it's it's a fun little hour and a half long movie. You can't beat it, dude. It's primetime Weird Al, which the guy ages like fine wine. By the way, it's unreal. It's crazy. Now, this movie may be one of the first ones I watched that's true paradise. I saw, I saw this before I saw Airplane. <sighs> For some reason, I'm a big fan of parody films, and this is one. Of the, this you like Hot Shots. I do like Hot Shots. I like Naked Gun, dude. Like the Gun Scary Movie. 
Those are those are funny movies, dude. They are funny. The they, get movies. The ghetto, they get the ghetto element. <laughs> they do. There are some things that I should laugh at in the scary movies. Oh, there's some nasty things. I, dude, tucked in or tucked out? Uh, the guy with the, the little gimpy arms. Gross as all. Get out. my strong hand. <laughs> my germs. Oh. <laughs> there's some stuff in those movies, dude. <laughs> you do love a good parody movie, dude. Though. But they gotta have a little bit of funny in it. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, there's a lot of funny. Like Mars Attacks didn't have a Fan. lot of the funny. It was great. It's grown me over the years. I love the aliens, but some I'm like, it's just it's just it's like two and a half hours long. It's too long. Shorten that thing up, man. Um, but I love a good parody. Like Naked Gun one through three are hilarious. <laughs> when they're in the prison in part three, and uh, he's like, he starts to he starts to riot, and this Don Perignon, they say he's supposed to slightly chilled. This is room, room temperature. temperature. <laughs> they're like, yeah, and the riot starts, and there's that t- um, twister game in the middle of the room, and you hear a guy just go, "Hey, get your hand out my pocket." <laughs> yes, you know what that's from? It's from Malcolm. When X. Malcolm X got killed, dude. I- I can't believe they put it yes, in there, dude. dude that's that, real. I know. That's unreal that that's in that movie, dude. Get your hand out of my pocket. <laughs> um, who would have thought OJ was going to be a murderer, dude? Dude, he was such a goofball in those movies. amazing in those movies. The opening scene when they just watch him kill himself, dude. He, like, falls in the bear trap and runs into the wall and falls. Like, they don't even do anything to him. They don't shoot him. He's like, he's like okay. But, um... I love parody, and I also, I just love being stupid once in a while. Yeah. It's Oh, dude, I, okay. Little things like when I pick up Chinese food, and I get in the car, and I have this food, and I know I'm going to eat it. I start being so stupid (laughs) in the car, making so many dumbass noises, (laughs) like I just got my treat. (laughs) And I think about it, and I'm like, man, if I was ever married and my wife saw any of this shit, <laughs> she'd be like, what the f***? <laughs> I'm just like, ee, ooh, ee, <laughs> You're so stupid. And I got the crab rangoon. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, dude, like, it's why people, people, people like, told, like, we like, we loved Hoobie Halloween, okay? Oh, dude. And people don't feel like, it's so dumb. I'm like, that's what's so good about so good. Dude, when he I don't care what anybody says about Sandler. That's one of my top dogs. Listen, the, I, I try to get all high road and get away. It's like, man, I don't, I don't like that low hey, brow comedy. But you know what? I love it. How I about, love how it. How when you just watched The Longest Yard remake? And it was hilarious. How funny is that movie? Dude, Terry Crews as... Uh, Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> Cheeseburger Eddie. With some cheese on it. Dude... I'm watching we actually watching she's like, this is so stupid. And when Chris Rock bites it, she goes, Where'd this come from? I know. Like, why is there all of a sudden heartfelt loss in this random, dumb, stupid woman? Like this is, and Burt Reynolds coming in there. I mean, there's some great stuff, dude. Dude, that movie's dude, it's it was hilarious. Dude, what's his name? Uh B- Brucey. Brucey's hilarious, dude. They may always make fun of him. Brucey's like Oh my god. <laughs> I was putting him in a sleeper hold. <laughs> That poor guy can't do anything right. He's like, why are you the captain? Like, I have your quarterback. He's like, here, throw the ball. He's like, that's why. <laughs> I was eating popcorn. I had butt on my fingers. 
I, I love some dumb humor once in a while. Necessary roughness, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, like sometimes the dumb, like, dude, my favorite laugh. I'm watching it on Wednesday night. My favorite laugh in planes and automobiles is Steve Martin's dumb face when the car goes into the hotel, dude. Let's talk about Steve Martin for a second. Season two. Listen, we're getting to that end of the year. End of the year. Okay. All right. Listen, just so you know, next month we have only one podcast. And the year-end review. And the year-end review of our favorite, our top, bing, bang, boom. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Our favorite albums of the year, our favorite TV shows of the year, our favorite moves of the year, all the ones, not, for us, it's only what dropped in 2022. And we got some picks for you. Man. I got a bunch of shows to finish just to be ready for the show. Five? Five each, baby. Shit. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, you have your albums done pat, dude. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'll have them. But, but uh, don't think we don't do work on this show, guys. Oh, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, listen, I know you're watching TV's work. Listen, I got to wait up until like midnight watching TV shows just. First world problems. It's a first world problem. Oh, it's, 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 50, it's, it's 10 degrees outside. I got the fireplace going and I got to watch TV. I got to get up, put, put popcorn in the microwave, wait three minutes for it to be done. Cook some ramen noodles. Got to put in a bowl. <laughs> got to pet my dog who licks my face and loves me unconditionally. <laughs> and sit down on my nice couch. And then, and then I got heat coming through the register. But that's not good enough. I got a fireplace going, too. And then I watch this movie. And, <laughs> I and then, I got, then I got to pause it at my leisure when I got to take a pee. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> Patreon should shoot up after this. <laughs> People are like, I got these guys money. They're, they're working hard. Man. <laughs> Damn, dude. At least we got a three-day work week this week. I'm saying, dude. So, yeah. So, next month we have our big end-of-the-year special coming out. So, uh, ooh, it's time to go, son. Yes, it is. So, um, we loved this movie, gave us a love for parody and love for stupidity. And you know what? It got in there and never left. No, nope, it's Al, still there. Thank you for your silly parody music. Listen, I couldn't name all the songs I loved by him. Melanie, why won't you go out with me? Yeah. Love that jam. Isn't that the one where he shaves her head? Ties her up? Yes, dude. <laughs> the good old days. It was song messed up. Dude, the, uh, listen. To White and nerdy is hilarious. Uh, uh, the bedrock anthem, dude. Dude, there's so many good gump, dude. I mean, oh. there's so many, so many good songs, dude. Man, I'm trying to think. I can't even think of how many good ones. Dude, he did a song called "Trapped in the Drive Through." That's unreal. It's like five minutes, I think it's seven, eight minutes long. Dude, Albuquerque is original, but it's ridiculously hilarious. Yoda. I do listen. The reason we did a Weird Al UHF today is because we watched the Weird movie this month. It was a great Weird Al month. Fantastic. Been driving around listening to Weird Al in my car. It's been so fun. Was Weird Al in a third movie? Is he in anybody else's movie? You know, he's done voice work. You know what he was in for? Once he was in My Kids Loved. Teen Titans Go is a silly DC comic. And literally, there's this bad guy named Darkseid who's like the Thanos of the DC world. And Weird Al played him. It's the, because f- you meet him, he's all like, hey, everybody, hold on. <laughs> everybody, it's Weird Al's voice. Oh, it's the funniest crap I've ever seen, dude. It's Weird Al. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, 
Um, support the show. Support the show at patreon.com. It's Red Room D-Tray. Give a dollar a month. Help make the podcast go. It pays the bills. Keeps the show going. Um, you, can give, you can go to redworm.threadless.com. You can go to Redworm. Redworm. Marriage. Marriage. Love. True love. Um, go to redworm.threadless.com. Yeah, but he said to blame. To see a t-shirt store. Or just give a one-time gift on PayPal. This is the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Amazon Podcasts. If you like the show, you can leave a review. You can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com. Theater. Theater. Three Trey. The hell are you talking? We talk about the movies we're loving and watching. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you in two weeks at the Red Room Theater. At the way, 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 way. At the way. Dude, real quick. I've been seeing semis around the city. With a sticker on the back, uh, big trucks, like big, and there's the Umbrella Corporation on the back of the truck. And it's like, we in- innovate because we care. I'm looking at these logos and these, and I've seen like three trucks around the city like this. The Umbrella Corporation is the corporation that creates the T virus in the Resident Evil movies. And the Umbrella logo is the exact same logo as the movie, and the slogan's the same. But the first time I saw it, I thought it was a joke. Like, that's a hilarious joke to be like, I'm a, you know, going to poison the world. But I've seen three trucks out of this fleet. What's going on? What's the company? It says the Umbrella Corporation. What's the door say on the truck? Umbrella Corporation. What? If you see one, dude, keep your eyes open, bro. Keep talking to our brother. <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying, keep your eye open. I think. Things are taking over. The zombies are coming, baby. We're ready. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm I like am. I'm like Mel Gibson. I'm not ready. I'm just. That's why I got a, a, a CPL. End it all. <laughs> <laughs> right when the it, when the military's coming over the hill, baby. What when? Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. Jane uh, Thomas Jane. Punisher. The Mist. Never seen it. Did you just ruin the mist? You gotta watch it. You bastard. <laughs> I love Thomas Jane. You will love the mist, bro. What the hell, dude? Just wait for the military to come over the horizon. Just, just watch it. Just watch it, dude. You ass. <laughs> I figured if I'd been out 20 some years, I should have watched it by now. But... I'm saving out 15 years, dude. Shit. Is that his king? What? Stephen King? Stephen King. <sighs> they need to do a remake of. Uh... Oh, no, they already did. Did you watch The Stand? The new one sucked. Did it? Well, episode one was terrible. Terrible. The TV version was better. How is that possible? Um, how does he spell it? How does Dobber spell his name? I can't remember, dude. M-O-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Peace. All right, peace in the Middle East. <laughs>